Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. More fun than an £85 Grinch, visit is VGC, a video game podcast with me, Jordan Midler, Chris Scullion, and Pete Donaldson. This week, we've got The Last of Us 2, again, Wonder Woman isn't a live service, and Intellivision are at it. But first, how we doing, <laughs> folks? Chris, how are you? I'm okay. Um, I'm annoyed at FIFA, if I'm being honest with you. Oh, yeah? Um, oh, dear. So, or sorry, EA Sports. I was about to say, what, the corporation, uh, Gianni and Pantino? I know. I know. Um... I'm still waiting for that that good game for the e boys and e girls. Yeah. Um, no, they they so they knew the well the old season of FIFA EA Sports finished last night, um, and I was like up up late finishing it, like because I had to get the last reward for the for the season, and the last reward was uh, a pack of three eighty six rated players yeah. or a pack of two eighty seven rated players. Now I've got eighty six rated players firing at every hole in my body. So I thought, well, I'm going to go for the, the 87s. Um, and it's two players I've already got. It's like, so oh, the, 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 the top tier at a season pass, it should never be something that's useless. Yeah. Have you seen the game. state of the new season pass? Aye. And the top reward is a badge with yeah. a snowflake on it. <laughs> it's almost as if they know. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I, last night I had the realisation that um, I wasn't going to make it to the end. So I had to play like a load of games to get the XP and stuff like that. And um, I, I, I can't open any of my packs because on my transfer list, I currently have um, an Antoine Griezmann that I can't do anything with. However, Chris... And for the for the EAFC heads amongst us, an SBC is coming of um, Kenny Daglish, like a ninety rated Kenny Daglish. So I think we'll be. But, we'll the, be but, part it's, but it's always going to be like it'll be like. Sorry for people who don't give a shit about these games because we're getting technical here. It'll be like eight <laughs> separate challenges, and the last one will be an eighty eight rated team. I'm like, I yeah. don't care that much for Kenny Daglish. I've got Larson. No, <laughs> I also have Larson. But... <laughs> That'll do. Um, I've got to build my Celtic past and present. They just put a, a, they just put the Hun Scalper in the game. They put Dembele, gave him a good card. Anyway, <laughs> Pete, how are you? <laughs> I'm good. I, I'm 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 very offended that you uh, have a real issue, Jordan, with uh, 1980s um, video games that me and Chris talk about. But oh, <laughs> Kenny Daglish is involved. <laughs> I know. Bang on. Look, look, the the thunderstruck icons are coming to the game on Friday. These icons will <laughs> be upgraded based on their former teams in real life performance so if you somehow right. get a Ronaldinho if you're an oil shake and you have that kind of money if Barca play well you'll be upgraded get you know they used, our... you know used to do in Madden and mm-hmm. I think they maybe do it in the NBA or used to do it in the NBA games mm. see if you got a duplicate player that you didn't want there was mm. a wee album you could put them in almost like a sticker book and if yeah. you completed the album then you would get another reward and so I actually give you something you could do with the, with the cards you've already got because right. if we're not allowed to sell them because all the all these rewards are almost always untradeable, which means if you get a player that you've already got, tough, you just punt them for nothing. Mm. Um, if you're not allowed to sell them, at least let us use them in a collection and give us a reward if we get like everyone in, in one at team. At least 
It's At least give yourself like a little animation of like um, seeing the player being lowered into a vat of acid like Roger yes. Rabbit. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> oh, oh, scum. Okay. <laughs> is that just FIFA and uh, EFC in general or what? Just, just, Who was that? Just the, me- just the mechanics. Yeah. Just the mechanics. Like, I'm still playing it. Surprise <laughs> mechanics. Surprise! <laughs> the Last of Us Part 2 Remastered has officially been announced and an upgrade path has been detailed. Following earlier ne- leaks, um, this uh, this release was uh, leakier than the Titanic over that, that Friday and obviously we'd been talking about it a wee bit beforehand. The game, which will be released on PlayStation 5 January 19th, 2024, will also receive a physical deluxe edition. The WLF, don't know who that's, oh, oh it's uh, it's an it's a organisation in the game that I think is a spoiler, so I won't talk More about it. More like WTF. <laughs> See yeah. you later, folks. Oh, they, 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 they list it here. The Washington Liberation Front Edition will come with a patch. 47 Society of Champions trading cards. Who's your favourite member of the Society of Champions, Chris? Um, Scott Hall. Oh, okay, good. Um, God rest him. <laughs> uh, including eight holographic cards. This version of the game will be exclusive to PlayStation Direct and uh, United States, United Kingdom, Germany, France, Benelux, which uh, I was on Giant Bomb this week and said that that was Belgium and Luxembourg, negating the fact that that's also the Netherlands. Although, considering the news coming out of the Netherlands today, uh, <laughs> Italy, Spain, Portugal, and Austria. Um, yeah, I'm just going to my phone as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, let's have a BBC break. Oh, oh I see. In. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's what you the, oh, yeah. oh, the guy from Tim and Eric is one of them. A lot of that. The guy, the, the, the thing that makes me laugh is the guy in Argentina with the big side. He's looked so much like my dad's in the 70s. Oh, my big, big God. Big Stu Donaldson. Oh, Stewie Donaldson. He looks so much like Stewie Donaldson. It's unbelievable. There's a picture of the leader of Argentina pretending to eat me. Um, with a knife and fork as a baby <laughs> on a table, and I'm going to release it. I'm going to make millions. That would only strengthen his cause. And um, people will remember <laughs> that when they did a physical version of The Last of Us Part One exclusive to PlayStation Direct, they shipped it in uh, small brown paper bags, so it was getting kicked through front doors, like um, like Latan was delivering the post. And so, hopefully, they'll sort it out. Uh, the real highlight of this story, though, and the thing that they had to do. Um, you can upgrade from the PS4 version for a tenner, which was the same price as the kind of upgrade, the cross-gen upgrades that were earlier in the PS5's uh, life cycle. However, mm-hmm. this version comes with um, the Lost Levels, which I think is cool. It's like three new sequences and also a roguelike mode. Um, Chris, Cynical Scullion, how did yep. this hit your ear? So-so. I, I mean, uh, as, as I understand it, the Lost Levels is basically... A reskin of a Japanese Last of Us sequel called Doki Doki Panic. Oh, so, yes. like, I mean, so in in that sense, like, that's a bit cheeky. Um, but Loads of turnips uh, everywhere. Exactly. <laughs> um, but um, speaking of turnips, I thought it was a turnip for the books that they've actually put in the the ten pound, the ten dollar mm. upgrade, rather than um, being super cheeky and charging full price again for it. Mm. Um, it's weird. It's it's, it's, it's half of that. It depends on what side of the fanboy fence you want to sit on because. Um, if if you're ex, if you bleed green, um, then go to the doctors. And also the the fact that um, <laughs> if most Xbox games um get smart delivery, so when you buy the series, the Xbox One version, you get the Series X version for no price. But then if you bleed blue, um, you you, you can add that there's extra stuff here that that kind of justifies the extra price. So. Um, yeah, I, I don't mind. I've got I've got the PS4 version, and I never get around to playing it. So I'd, I'll pay the ten. Dollars to, to, to get it. I don't mind that much. 
That's exactly my situation as well. I've got the PS4, but I don't have a CD drive, so that's me absolutely out of the. I don't have a DVD drive on my PS5, so um, maybe I can rub it on the side and it'll absorb it to the hard drive somehow. Um, yeah, it's a it's a weird situation wherein I think that if they'd done the full seventy quid thing, they would have been laughed out of town, and there was mm. still some laughing out of town going on, but. Um, considering it's just it's just a 10 quid upgrade and you do get stuff for it it's not just like it's a prettified version or whatever um pete you're last of us man i don't know where you stand on the whole sony third person cryathon games yeah no i i'm a big fan i, I like any um game that has spent more money on animation than 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 marketing certainly for the first game anyway but yeah i i think uh, I, I really enjoy i've i've still not played last of us 2 to be honest so um this possibly will be a chance for me to uh, dip back in i think is it fair to say that Druckmann hasn't necessarily been quite so front and center um in the pr for this sort of remaster bearing in mind what's happening politically in israel and you know obviously it's a bit of an allegory of 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 uh, israel palestine last of us 2 in particular yeah. in seattle the walled city and all that stuff just seems to be quite on the nose uh, for, for them to announce that um right now i guess i think they have very intentionally kind of sat him to the side uh, for mm. this because it's sit this one out that 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 allegory and the things he has he has said is not widely known it's not something and the more he was out and about talking about this Mm. the more it would be amplified Um, so yeah and plus he's doing his own thing now um so i think this is kind of it's a kind of a sleepy release it's just it's a january thing to get it on the books but um Mm. yeah it's, it's it's an all right one um i asked on twitter what what games from that gen people were wanting and i don't know why i didn't think that this was just going to be the answer but people were just screaming for a fucking bloodborne patch man over and over again people were mm. talking about this goddamn bloodborne um friend of the show um andy cortez was asking people on twitter if they could mod a ps5 for him just so he could play bloodborne at 60 frames a second um <laughs> chris what's you you work at from software what is going on with bloodborne why is it just such this white whale of them never touching it because that's a money printer surely mate every day i go into work at from software i'm, I'm always the first <laughs> thing i say to the reception Stephen, um, yeah. who doesn't actually have have like a say in this for some reason i'm, I'm just giving her constant abuse um uh, for not bringing out bloodborne um i don't know i you know it's not it's not my jam those those games i, I it's the opposite of what i like in a game um, I, I, I can't be bothered with dying all the time. So, <laughs> so I want to live I'm, all the time, man. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Why die? Um, but yeah, so so I am purely from like it, just surely it's happening. Surely it's, it's going to happen at some point. Every they, they, they will never. No company will ever turn down easy money. And remastering games is obviously easier than making brand new games from scratch. And if so many people want it. It's going to happen. It's just a matter of it's not. It's not going to be a ten dollar upgrade. I think they've got to wait maybe a, a, another year just to give them a bit more plausible kind of like space between do, do the original release. Yeah. So twenty twenty five would be the ten year anniversary of Bloodborne. Like if they were going to do right. that, that would be enough time and like a nice thing to be like, okay, we've remastered it or we've fully remade it. Although, um, if if you're going to remake it. It would be Blue Point. They would do it theoretically because From wouldn't do it. From were busy doing fucking Elder Ring two or whatever. And I, I don't know. Bloodborne is one of the it's one of the in case of emergency break glass games where if Sony are really in the shit and they have to do a PR tour like Microsoft have been doing the past five years and they have to win the hearts and minds to go oh Bloodborne like let's bring mm. it back. So yeah, lots of shouts for Red Dead two. I can't believe that's ha- not happened yet either. 
Mm. Um, especially because they dropped that stealth patch that made the PS4 version of Red Dead One run at sixty, and people were like, "Why can't, can you not just do this for the PS5 version? It's right, it's right there." Mm. Um, yeah, weird one. Uh, Pete, what game from the eighties would you pay a ten quid PS5 version for? Oh, I would very much like um, the Delphine graphic adventure, Cruise for a Cops, uh, to uh, come back in nice. 3D. Is that um, real or is that, is that a snuff film? Is that, is that no, about a girl? No, it's, 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 it's a Poirot game. I've, been, I've, I've revisited quite recently because simply because I want to just um, you know, exercise some demons from my past and, and I hate it a lot. And <laughs> it's just a, a piece, a real a real piece of work like it was you know delphine were good they, they they released some really good stuff but this was a half translated pixel hunting mess of a game um that i cannot rest until i finish and i i, I was in madeira over the weekend and i, I uh, played it um pretty pretty constantly um throughout um until uh you know going down to the pool was i'm off cruising for a cops sarah um and uh they became a big deal in our relationship that i was this frustrated Poirot character trying to figure out um who done the murder um but it, it, it's just excruciating at one point there there is a um lovable kind of um comic character the the the, the butler of, of the man who dies at the start of the game and he um just readily admits from nowhere that he put a woman in hospital because he was <laughs> hot-headed and young and it was just like a a bit of his backstory that wasn't like, oh my God, I, I don't want to talk to this man anymore. It was just, it's just a bit of me backstory. That's why I went to prison. I hit a woman until she went to hospital. It's incredible, incredible piece of shit game. But I love it. <laughs> I, can't watch, I can't stop playing it. I, I want to see what horrible things are, are going to befall me in the fourth act. You have fun with the data, Pete? You get lost? Or are you okay? No, did, did I just sat on a balcony and played Chris Cops <laughs> on, a, on, a, on a DOS box Mac. Very nice. You still you still messing about with the old Steam Deck? I'm still messing about with the old Steam Deck. I, um, I, I whenever um a new sort of product um turns up, I'm I'm always like, oh, I'm quite excited, and uh, maybe I'll get an OLED. But yeah, I'm not I'm not going to do that. But they do look really good, don't they? The old uh, the old OLED uh, people are um very excited by their um HDR capabilities, um which you won't see in Cruise for Cops when I get that on there. <laughs> as long as it, as long as it doesn't get lost in the Atlantic Ocean, we might have more on the Steam Deck OLED in oh, the coming yes, weeks. Please. But yes, we please. will see. Uh, story number two, Chris, be excited. Warner Brothers Hello, denies Wonder Woman game will be live service. This is following a report from Wakakafatech earlier this week, in which a job <laughs> ad said that a lead software engineer for gameplay Monolith uh, that the game would have live service elements. Now, in a statement to IGN, Warner denied that the game will be live service, saying, Wonder Woman is a single player action adventure game set in a dynamic open world. This third-person experience will allow players to become Diana of Themyscira and introduce an original story set in the DC Universe, while also featuring the Nemesis system TM. Wonder Woman is not designed as a live service. Chris, how oh, excited are you? About the same as I was last time, which is not, yep. not, not very. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, it's nice. Like, obviously, when oh, I, I, I Tech announced uh-huh. the story earlier, and it was like, mm, here we go. Um... The, the, there was a concern, especially with Warner Brothers recently, that the high hygiene at Warner Brothers saying, no, but we're going to make everything a live service. Um, obviously, that was concerning. It, it, it'll be interesting. I'd be curious to know if this statement has come as a response to the backlash rather than the, being the plan all along because the game is mm. clearly far enough away that they can backtrack and U-turn on certain elements, you would imagine. 
Um, so I don't know. I'd be curious to know how um, how this statement has come about. Um, either way, it's going to be interesting when it comes out now because if it, if it isn't getting any live service elements, then you can say, okay, fair play. How are you going to make money off this? Uh, because I'm not sure it will sell enough to. Because what I don't think Wonder Woman's as big a sell as as other kind of uh, comic brands. Um, and if they do add live service stuff later on, then they've exposed themselves at this point and it's going to look extremely bad um, when it eventually happens. So either way, I wouldn't want to be um, in the situation of the bean counters um, mm. waiting for this one to release. Uh, I do wonder if it was a case of the team at Wonder Woman being like, oh, for, for, the, the well has been poisoned already and we've shown like one logo for this game. Can we please put something out? <laughs> being like, it's, it's, we're doing it We're doing it as a normal game. It's a normal game-ass game. Um, Pete, in this era of leaks and uh, news about video games coming from epoxy websites like VGC, uh, what do you think the internal politics of, is like of trying to clarify something like this uh, from a big studio like Warner Brothers? It's just kind of like it's it's uh, it's a little bit like a football manager sort of finding out that your your midfielder said something um, when he's on um, international duty in French, and you're yeah. like, oh, for, why has he said that? Like, oh, maybe it's lost in translation. Like, it must be so hard to sort of keep all of the, to to have to respond to quite spurious kind of a mistake with a checkbox on a bit of like back end on a job site. Like, it's it must be so annoying to kind of like have to deal with with stuff like this, um, but. How, but as an investigative journalist, uh, guys, uh, Chris and John, like how how often do um, people who um, sleuth this stuff out have to check job sites, LinkedIn? How do they get all of this? Do they have to just go around all of like the different subsidiary corporations and and, and, and companies to see if they're hiring to see like check people act as LinkedIn's and stuff? I don't know how you harness all of this information uh, and, and disseminate it in such a way to write pieces about it because I just don't know. I, it, must, it's, it sounds like a lot of work. Yeah, it's not, not to give the game fully away, but LinkedIn mm. is one of the best uh, ways that... Because as soon as people... If people have been laid off, they're not too bothered about these NDAs or talking no, about the no. fact that they've been laid off. So um, yeah. it's a lot of that. It's a lot of people who follow VGC or follow you personally will dm you on discord at three in the morning and be like i mm. saw this weird thing that's popped up on amazon korea for a second and you can right. go, go that route but yeah it's a lot of um it's it, it's kind of a problem of the video game industry's own making because it's so secretive like we know the next 50 marvel films or whatever but the video game industry mm. is so unwilling to talk about a project before it's got like a logo or something like that um mm. so that's like kind of necessitates stuff like this this job ad thing is kind of bad luck because job ads like that will include stuff that you're never going to actually have to do it's just it would be mm. cool if you knew this it'd be cool if you knew that so it was kind of um adding one-on-one to make oh, 50 but yeah the new the new wonder woman's gonna have um windows microsoft office <laughs> hell yeah it's gonna be all about excel <laughs> you're gonna have to know excel <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's, 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 a, it's a lot of that that uh that ends up happening and a lot of stuff mm. that you hear from one person and then and you spend six months trying to hear it from a second person because if you just get it floated to you by one person uh the obvious instinct is this person's trying to fuck on me so i, I cannot that's, uh, that's what that's what happened when i i knew the name of what's that little ball i don't know i've forgotten it uh the little <laughs> ball uh, uh robot in the the, the last star wars things. Uh, yes, 
I knew his name because a friend uh, did a did did went over and did some um, studio stuff, uh, and I told a video somebody who worked at a video game company, <laughs> and and that would have been you know what Star Wars fans are like that yeah. would have been absolute manna from heaven. He sat <laughs> on it, he sat on it, didn't 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 get the scoop. Unbelievable, and I was right. <laughs> the little um, ball, little talking ball, beep beep and that, and that beep, floating around, beep, okay. beeping and that. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, Get get on your LinkedIn. Every time someone adds me on LinkedIn, I think, is this that? Am I getting poached? Is this that? Um, speaking <laughs> of LinkedIn, story number three, Borderlands 4 and Tiny Tina's Wonderlands 2 mentioned on a LinkedIn profile. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is a profile of a former Gearbox employee who worked at uh, Lost Boys Interactive, who were a support studio on uh, the first Tiny Tina and WWE 2K23. Um, according to uh, the LinkedIn profile, he worked on Borderlands 4 and Tiny Tina's Wonderlands 2. This, as you may recall, will be caught up in the Embracer saga. Embracer um, is going down like a lead balloon. They're offloading everything they can because um, money was fake a few years ago and now money's very seriously real. So, um, Chris, I imagine we get these, but I imagine we get these once Embracer sells uh, Gearbox to take two. Yeah, potentially. I, I, I would see that coming. I mean, it's like, it's... I I loved the first Borderlands. Oh, me too. Um, oh, and game, and then massively dropped out. Like I, mm. I I just couldn't like that that um when I saw the stuff the Tiny Tina stuff, I was like I I hate this character. Like so this such an <laughs> annoying character. Um and I was just like it became I think it became too clever for its own good. Um and so I'm not really a big fan of it anymore. So for the for those who are well up for their Borderlands and it's good for them to know that it's still coming. I see they're massively selling off that big. Um, box set collection thing on the Xbox Black Friday sale just now. They've got like a hundred and sixty dollar or whatever it is, two hundred and odd dollar um bundle on Xbox and it's down to like it's like sixty percent off or something. It's getting like yeah. everything. Um so if you're I always I always think that's bullshit though. That's like when you go on Amazon and it's like box set of all the James Bond films and it's like it should be hundred and seventy <laughs> but a, it can be yours for forty quid. <laughs> like yeah. Um I'll say that on Fisit Marketplace within the week. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um but yeah, it's it's it, it, it blows my mind how like this keeps happening. It's like surely one of the first things an employer should tell all staff is that you do not mention the projects you're working on on LinkedIn until they mm. are officially announced. But you see a lot of LinkedIn profiles say working on unannounced game, what, or yeah. even even if a game is cancelled on on game that was that was never announced or previously cancelled game. Even then, they know not <coughs> to mention it because they don't want to become the story and they don't want to then harm their chances of being employed elsewhere. Because who's going to hire somebody who's going to blurt what they're working on? Um, so I'd imagine the person who did this, who I won't name. Um, but you gotta imagine that they will um know not to do this again because it's like when it's a dangerous thing when, when my partner gets um she she's an actor um and she uh, occasionally she and she gets the odd um uh casting for uh, a video game mm-hmm. and I'm always like really excited about like what game it is but the, like the names are always like changed to, yeah. to buggery and you try and google them and like I literally have no idea like I was I was 99% certain she had a casting for Starfield a couple of years ago and I was like but there was just like it's so vague and there must be uh two or three people who just manage data like that yeah. like going leaving the company and coming back so there's a bit of like 
deniability there. So like, what's this? A casting call for Bloodbone? What could that be? <laughs> <laughs> Bloodbone. But like, but like, did you guys enjoy, like? Is the um, falling off the Borderlands kind of series just about? maturing a bit and just sort of going it's purely a vibe problem the gameplay is still good like i played tiny tina's the gameplay is like it's it's a shit hot shooter but everything Mm -hmm. around it is just annoying as soon as the characters open the flipping mouth it's just just like it's oh yeah it's it's, 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 it's core it's it's stuff you'd be well into if you were 14 and you're like still buying posters from hmb this is what i don't get though it's like who who and there will be people I'm, I'm at risk of insulting people here but who are the people who bought Do Borderlands it. 1 when it came out and are still up for Borderlands 4 because that's a lot of years to have passed yeah. to still be into that kind of um, adolescent edgy humour mm. I have a weird you know these things that you you pick up in your life that all have weird linked me- uh, memories together the day I went to buy Borderlands 2 from Game Center and the Paisley Center RIP God rest it um we then, I was in sixth year in school, and we then went to, uh, like, a thing at the school, and a guy came up to me with his phone, and he was like, have you seen this video? And it was Gangnam Style, the first time I saw Gangnam Style, and that all <laughs> happened on the same day. Wow. <laughs> so it was all very closely associated uh, for me for, for whatever reason. Um, oh. The uh, I think I've, I've said before uh, on a different podcast that uh, my sexual um, ornaments awakening uh, was I was playing the Amiga version of Hero Quest, uh, uh, a, a video game um, a reimagining of, of a tabletop classic. And uh, it was the first time I ejaculated on my own steam so to speak so uh it's just it's very much <laughs> so to speak very, is that very much so to no, speak so to speak. Any other, um, so to speak if you'll pardon the <laughs> euphemism <laughs> if you go if you, if you know what i'm you saying know, you wink, know wink. that wink, wink. <laughs> but that, whenever i think of the muscular barbarian the dwarf hey, what do you mean elf. off your own steam oh, how were you doing it before <laughs> i made, I made a rudimentary ste- yeah steam based um uh, flesh uh, fleshlight that I to, to, to a, an Shoveling old toy train i had yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah oh well that's good oh. I, I don't really but, i yeah. can't really follow on from that no. Got any uh, masturbatory links with video <laughs> oh, games? Oh, I, rem- I remember Worms Director's Cut fondly. <laughs> <laughs> no, certainly not. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 the sort of story that will leave a mark, maybe even a house mark, Jordan. Oh, yeah. there we go, there we go. <laughs> um, that's three now. You've had WTF, you've had Turnip and Turn... Turnip for the books, okay, yeah. So all that time being absolutely raging on Twitter, you've had time don't, to work don't, on your don't plans. Even, don't, I'm not even getting into it. I'm not even getting into it. Returnal's director oh. is leaving House Mark. Harry Kruger, director of, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> director of House Mark's acclaimed PS5 game, Returnal, the best game on PS5. It's a joke that VGC gave it four stars, has announced that he's leaving Helsinki-based developer for, after 14 years. Um, announcing the news on the studio's website, Kruger said that the decision to leave was very difficult and that he was confident that the developer's brightest chapter had yet to be written. Uh, there's a nice statement on the uh, Housemark website. Uh, Hadi Kruger was there 14 years, so that's Returno, that's um, the... Uh, not, not Alien, uh, Ma- Matterfall was the, the the one after that, and then uh, obviously Returno. They're making their next game at the minute. It's a new IP that... Chris, what, what happens to the studio when someone like this kind of figurehead moves on is that a case of some uh, think about when um what's her face amy 
Naughty Dog Amy. What's her second name? Hennig. Amy Hennig, when Amy Hennig left Naughty Dog and like Neil and Bruce moved up from within, do you think that's the kind of thing that happens at most studios or do they get do they get Petey Donaldson in to, to steady mm. the ship? Sort them all out, knock some heads together. It's hard yeah. to tell because obviously games are like more than just one person and there's a big massive uh, team of people but obviously you, you do have to have a, hi- a figurehead to kind of guide the ship. So I'd imagine that um, for some people the departure of Kruger is a nightmare. Wink, wink. Oh. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but at the same time... <laughs> I don't know. I mean, the, the, there's a lot of people who made Returnal, the, the four out of five game Returnal. Um, so I'd imagine like, a lot of those people will still be um, on board for whatever the sequel is. So I imagine that Kruger's departure um, won't kind of completely de- I was going to say derail the ship, but that's totally mixing up the metaphors. Um, <laughs> it won't sink the that's ship. That's how it gets was, in the sea. It's always on a rail, exactly. isn't it? To be fair, they do. They, they, slide, they hit it with a bottle and slide it yeah. down the rail. And so that's, uh, maybe they do want to derail the ship then. Um, yeah, because then, get it in the then sea. it'll be launched. So, yeah. <laughs> well done, Harry. <laughs> You've done them a favour. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, I think the, the when I, I spoke to them before Returnal and then just after Returnal and they seem to be really like Returnal obviously didn't sell a million co- like a billions and I think it did sell a million but it doesn't sell billions of copies or whatever it's not going to sell like a God of War or a Last of Us but they kind of proved their metal in terms of making a mm. like a big 3D full-on PlayStation game so I'll be excited to see uh, what they do next another Finnish developer in the in the in the Alan Wake uh the, the Alan Wake Remedy verse. Uh, Pete, you look a bit like Harry Kruger. Um, I know you look like everyone, but... Let me click on this guy's face. I, I mean, I mean do Robert I? He's quite, he's, I mean, I'll take that. I'll t- to be honest, I'll take any man from Finland's look because they always look quite um, healthy and intense and they've always got good hair. So I'll, I'll absolutely take that. But uh, I, I do think when these um, people, John, leave companies... And they sort of do this quite like lovely speech about how you know the the days the the, the better days are you know but the, the great days are um are still to come. You do sort of go like I wish someone just left. God, these are all done. He's all <laughs> these were the best days. See you later. I hope you sink. <laughs> like, just, it, these corporate men. Ugh, rubbish. Yep. Yeah. The oh Pete, you are you on Sam Lake's TikTok? No, I'm not. You should, no, you should, you should get in about Sam Lake's TikTok. It was tremendous. It right. was him just drinking coffee and walking around and doing the yes. face and putting doing the, putting like, doing the face. I mean, coffee will make you do that face. I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, he's having a real uh, Indian summer as as our Sam Lake. Um, <laughs> so the only thing that makes him do that face is it, Pete? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Get on the hero quest. <laughs> when did he release that? <laughs> I did. Um, the <laughs> I will play anything House Mark makes. I want to go to Finland and uh, see how how particularly their actual office is. I like to think when you walk through a door, it just shatters into a million voxels and particles, and I'm like, look what we are able to do. That another why, door, why, another door for the budget. <laughs> I don't know why. They're I don't, don't know why they're from Transylvania. <laughs> <laughs> ah, it's because well, the count works out. He counts the doors as they break. Five <laughs> broken doors. Oh, oh, Ten oh. million pixels. 
What is a Finnish accent? It's 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 like uh, hello. I'm from Finland. It's very, it's very kind of done. No, that's like Russian. That's like Nico. Well, uh, they, they they share a uh, they share a um a, 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 a wall. <laughs> they share a border <laughs> with fin- uh, with Russia, don't they? So oh, yeah. it's kind of like they're they're quite an interesting mix. I think. If, if, yeah, if, that's, if, that's why Putin doesn't want them to join NATO. Let's get political. Mm. I don't even know if that's true, but still, that you can't talk true, about yeah. you can't talk about Finland without talking about the anti Niemi phone call. Do you remember this one, Jordan? You must know this one. What they, was this? They, 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 they talk sport years ago where we're talking about mm. Scotland goalkeepers um, and saying how like Scotland doesn't have a good goalie and some guy phoned up a Hearts supporter and said, oh, what about Anthony Niemi at Hearts? Why doesn't he play? And like, what, for Scotland? He's like, yeah, yeah, but yeah. He's, he's a great player for Hearts. He's a great goalie for Hearts. I don't see why, why he shouldn't get a game. And someone said, he's Finnish. He's like, he's not Finnish, he's 29. <laughs> Scottish football phone and radio is the home of the greatest uh, moments. Surprised that got through on Talk Spot. They never talk about Scottish football. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that is that. Google that. Google um, Rangers supporters phoning into Clyde One, all that kind of stuff. It's just, <laughs> it's, it's beautiful stuff. It sounds like they're running up a motorway with their mobile phone in their pocket while they're phoning, but um, they still think that's broadcastable. Um, next story Pokemon COO wants to keep the series going for hundreds of years, so I'll need to stay alive for hundreds of mm. years. In an interview with The Guardian, uh, Takato Itsunimiya uh, was asked about his current role at the company. Um, he responded, I spend all day, every day thinking about Pokemon. Me too. Our goal is to keep Pokemon alive for hundreds of years, making sure it survives well past our lifetimes. Uh, he also pointed out that while it's important to keep fat- satisfying existing fans, many of whom played their first Pokemon game as a child and are now adults, it's equally important and harder to ensure young players keep discovering the series. It's easy just to focus on adults. They have a lot of disposable income. You can see the reactions in real time on social media, but we need to make sure that we're still keeping the younger kids interested. Kids are very honest. They won't play something they don't like. If your brand feels old or boring, they immediately dismiss it. Um, you are an owner of a child, Chris Scullion. Um. Is, has there been any interest in, in Pokemon at her age? Is Pokemon still kicking a ball for that age group? Mild interest. Like, she she, she likes Pikachu. Mm-hmm. Um, d- 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 nothing much beyond that. I've, I've put a couple of episodes on, and she'll watch them, but then she'll go on to want to watch something else. So it's maybe a wee bit earlier. Like she's certainly, certainly too young to play the games because she can't read that well yet. Um, yeah. So that that kind of... It's maybe a couple of years away yet, but... um. She she knows Pikachu. Like Pikachu still is relevant among the kids. Um, it's still like one of those characters that kids will wear on t-shirts and stuff. Even yeah. if they don't know who they are, they still. He, even if Pikachu's they don't know like Mickey Mouse. Yeah, exactly. It's like he's like he's an iconic kind of character now. So, um, Pikachu's not going anywhere. I can't say the same for for uh, Cubone, but certainly Pikachu's. Uh, oh whoa, whoa 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 whoa! <laughs> Why would you pick Cubone? I'm going to get in so much fucking trouble for that. <laughs> Why would you pick Cubone? <laughs> I don't under, okay, like. Yeah. I, I know your partner likes Cubone, but I still t- I still don't understand why all that um was it Tiffany's that, that was doing the the jewelry. Oh right, very good. I, I don't understand why it they picked that why they picked Cubone out of like they'll it's pick, a bit like nineties like, uh, WCW, isn't it? It's the sort of mask it's, like Vader would wear on on top of like um is it Charizard that he looks like Charizard yeah. but with a helmet on? Yeah, but it, I know it, about it was an odd choice considering <laughs> how many there are and how many like iconic ones there are that of of the mm. eight that, that of six even that was one that they chose. 
Cubone is still mega popular. Like he gets merchandised all the time, and that is reflective it. of like mm. they have internal metrics of like who has the the hot Pokemon and stuff like that. So the hot Pokemon is Gardevoir, obviously. But um, the yeah, Cubone is Cubone's mega popular. So what age is your your kid now? She is five, five and a half. Five. Okay, yeah. so my my wee cousin is ten uh, ish, I believe. Um, and she's mad into Pokemon mm-hmm. and she has been for a couple of years like she's all about the cards um, I don't know if she watches the program as much because obviously we're in an age where like the the whole sitting down to watch Saturday morning kids telly isn't really the thing anymore yeah. but um, she loves the cards, she plays the games um, and yeah I suppose I wonder what, what age it is really aiming at now because I got into Pokemon when I was like 7 or 6 or 7 because obviously like I, I turned five in the year 2000 so i was of the perfect age to get into uh pokemon yeah. so mm. yeah i think i think they'll be fine it makes pokemon makes more money every year than it did the previous year and it's more like every single pokemon game seems to outsell the last one so i don't think there's it's it's escaped the the thing of you think about the teenage mutant ninja turtles it's still big the now but it, it it had its kind of prime back in back in your heyday chris mm-hmm. it's like it's the glory days i believe they call them yeah the glory days that kind of <laughs> that that kind of velocity um it does make you wonder though hundreds mickey mouse is 95 this week so for pokemon to survive hundreds of years it'll have to mm. i don't know well, just... even like even like every prefecture in, in in japan has a massive gundam and that was like yeah. the 70s wasn't it like it's 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 it they know how to sustain this um and they're they really are a, a lesson to Tiny Tina's Wonderland. <laughs> Hot brands like Tiny Tina's Wonderland. Right, Digimon, <laughs> Digimon couldn't cut it, could it? Digimon, yeah. Digimon, Digimon, Digimon monsters. Digimon are the champions. Um, <clears throat> shout out my man Gerurumon. Uh, speaking of hot brands, uh, let's advertise to you and we'll be back in a minute. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. And we are back. Couple more stories before I tell you what I was last week. Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic remake is reportedly still in development at Saber. Now, this has been a bit of a saga. It started when um, Jeff Grubb said somewhat offhandedly that um, he doesn't believe anyone's working on that game. Um, the way he said it, it was like, oh, I don't think people are working on that game. Not with the specificity of like, not one person in the world is working on that game, but just generally like, oh, nobody's working on that. That got reported as no one is working on that game. They've shut the offices, they've deleted the hard drives. Um, and then 
Jason Schreier came out and was like, well, I've spoke to two people at Sabre who are still working on it. Um, the status of oh, Sony's partnership. People. I know two people. <laughs> one doing the YouTube, one doing the Twitter. Um, <laughs> the status of Stone, Sony's involvement um, is still unknown. Um, when it was announced, it was meant to be this co-partnership with uh, Sony and was it Aspire? And Oh yeah, it was Aspire, Lucasfilm, Sony, and it was going to be a timed exclusive for the PS5. It was announced mm-hmm. in September 2021. Since then, we've heard F all, apart from the fact that it seems like it's up in flames. Chris, do you, does this version of this game ever come out? Um, yes. Ooh. But not for a while. Yeah. Um, it goes away and then at a Sony showcase it, in yeah, 2024. It'll be, it'll, be, like, it'll, be, it'll be re-announced at some point. So we'll go, oh, remember this? I, I, maybe it isn't as um ambitious as it originally was or something but um i think if sony's involved to some extent then there'll be efforts made to get this finished because um it'll make sony look bad if if it, if it doesn't get done if they announce something that they that, that then doesn't come to fruition so i would imagine it'll get done in some shape or form um whether it matches the initial ambition or not i'm not sure but um i, I, I think if sony wasn't involved i'd, I'd be i'd have less um, confidence in it getting done but if if, if sony's part of the, the deal then um by hook or by crook um it'll be out it'll just get forced over the line eventually i see what you did there that, the force as in the, the the power that you get in star wars <laughs> <laughs> that's me doing the force what? did you so, so this is having that real nonsense well it's not really a nonsense quarter but i was just thinking when i did that i was like oh yeah when we used to play star wars in school it was a lot of like force pushing people and if they didn't react to it you're like well you're shit at playing this like why are you playing star wars with us if you're not going to react to the force was it was was it playing ninja turtles in your school chris or hero turtles as it was known in the uk to be fair to us i think it was more wwf the the thing that you should never try at home or at school was what we were very much doing i I, I, I was absolutely the undertaker um so yeah it was more it was more wrestling we did at school and we we, we watched turtles and collected the turtles figures but um when it came to to make believe, it was very much the the World Wrestling Federation. Mm. Yeah, well, we we just didn't have we didn't we just didn't have Sky. I had one VHS with the Simpsons on that my dad's mate got us, um, and so it was very much Ninja Turtles for me. And uh, I used to make um, the uh, crappy Michelangelo um, nunchucks uh, that you used to get with the Ninja Turtle uh, figures. Um, I, I made them out of little sticks and uh, the chain that you got from uh, a plug. <laughs> <laughs> in the sink, nice. uh, and I and I'd sit there and I'd make these little nunchucks, and I was I was pretty blowing good at them. A little, they'd be on Etsy for eighty quid nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the 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 wrestling thing, like we never really did it in school because we'd get like screamed at. Well, in primary school, the time high school rolled around at the tail end of my high school was when the RKO nowhere meme started. So the boys were just <laughs> running at each other on. full point and, and trying to RKO each other. However, <laughs> the, the RKO is a wrestling move that requires uh, both parties to be involved. So if mm. you get RKO'd uh, without knowledge, you're just getting your head like wrenched forward and you would go home and you'd be like, I'm fucking whiplash for like sitting doing this. Pete, for, <laughs> for, for audio <laughs> listeners, uh, Pete has displayed a Magic Mike poster uh, featuring Macho Man Randy Savage and Kevin Nash with his cock out. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 that, um, I think it's Ghanaian uh, painter who paints all of the popular um, Hollywood films. Mm, yeah, and yeah. he's, He's basically um, he's 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 taken a, a run at Magic Mike, uh, the first one. Um, so he's got the main 
magic is it Channing Tatum he's got the main magic mic guy um with a shoe around his <laughs> neck for some reason and um Kevin Nash was in magic mic uh, but he certainly wasn't wearing a, 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 an NWO t-shirt in it and, and no. he's hilariously sort of painted his uh his junk his testicles over the top of like a a desk uh, it's very prominent uh, macho man's Randy Savage with a massive honking ass is 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 included as well speaking of uh, massive the, honking ass I belts. wonder if we should apply a blood effect to the the lady even though I'm sure Magic Mike was like a, a, a male stripping thing oh There's yeah a lady sorry with a, sorry with Jordan I've just realised spotlight, <laughs> a spotlight being shone on her genital area um, nah it's fine yeah. she's completely sorry. smooth Sorry, John. I mean, to be fair, it, it doesn't happen in the first minute of the uh, of the YouTube video, but you'll find out whether there's a strike or not. There's a there's a, there's a video floating about YouTube recently of a guy uh, talking about like hair removal cream, and he just showed his full arsehole on the screen for like <laughs> multiple minutes. It was like rubbing this hair that, removal cream your, into was, his asshole. Is that your hero quest moment? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you didn't need didn't need all that. I was just like cream on the barbarian's buttocks. He was just talking about it like he was doing any kind of influencer video, like okay, right. today we're Hi talking guys. about this stuff, and then just, just rubbing cream on, on my. What oh, you mean, taking money to promote <laughs> it? Eh? Um, no, no. <laughs> it's a generational thing. I can understand your teacher shouting at you for not replicating wrestling because in your hmm. day it was putting people through tables and the women with their chests out. Whereas <laughs> back in my day, it was literally the most you would get as a body slam. That is about as extreme as it got. Um, so yeah, I, I, I get it. I get how uh, make believe during the things attitude changed, era was, yeah. a bit, was a bit more. Yeah, wrestling wasn't the problem. It was doing jackass. That was like mm, the main mm, issue of of like let's go and play jackass. It's like yeah, okay. But let's... backyard wrestling, that kind of whole vibe, did kind of like dovetail with with wrestling quite nicely, yeah. didn't it? Do you remember the yeah. backyard wrestling video games? Oh, oh yeah, they were I do remember awful, that. and they had yeah. the insane clown posse in them. And like a bunch, a bunch of other uh, artists, will, will, will say from psychopathic records, were also involved, <laughs> um, famously. So yeah, or, or not. you're famously related to a juggalo, aren't you? I am indeed. I, uh, yeah. yeah, my brothers. I, I, I think his juggalo, his juggalo days are. are, are, juggalo past days are over, yeah. mm. You've got to be down with the clown. Mm. Uh, speaking of clowns, Chris, what is going on with this in television thing? Let, what you mean, the happening? future of entertainment? so for those not following in television uh, the the one time rival of Atari came back a few years ago and uh, launched uh, claimed to be launching a console called the Amico and I was up for it at the start like there's a lot of people on YouTube and the like are almost desperate to see it fail and they're they're dancing in its its grave basically at this stage um, assuming it dies um, and the whole point of it was that it's all family-friendly games. The hunts adult rated. All the games are cheap. And blah blah blah. It's all local co-op. And I liked the I liked the idea, especially because I had a kid on the way, or the kid was just born. I was like, this will be good. Um, fast forward a couple of years, and now it doesn't look like the console's coming out anytime soon. But what they've done now is they've released an app that imitates the console's OS. <laughs> so basically, you can now download the console onto your phone, and then download the second app for a different device, which is the controller. Um, so they're basically pre- uh, releasing the console as a oh. digital thing rather than a physical thing, which I've, is, is, is a first for me. <laughs> like, like I'm used to games getting physical and digital releases, but it's the first time I've seen a console getting a digital release before a physical release. Is that so? Is that included in your? I mean, just so stop I, with doing my pre-order. It. So just, I pre-ordered just say it. We've stolen the money. We're out. So of here's it. the thing: I, I pre-ordered it, right? Right. Um, and this is this is the one thing that I, I, I've said this before, and like got a bit of stick for it 
it's the one time that I've seen the NFC tech being used well because you could buy games mm. for it, which came on Wii cards, and you be, you're supposed to scan the card on the console, and then that you, your ownership of that card was registered. And if you gave mm. the card to somebody else and they scanned it, the, the ownership transferred over, which is how NFTs are supposed to work when they're not an absolute con, um, which is all the time. But apparently this new app that's coming out, you can scan the card on your phone and then you register the game. So it still works. So technically those games right. will finally be worth something, even though the games might not be that good. But yeah, it's. It, I think it's a fair solution just now. So, so that at least the people who pre-ordered it are getting something. They're getting to play the games at least. Um, even if the console, they're now saying they'll need more investment before the consoles can come out. <laughs> so presumably... So presumably the, the console itself is um, just an Android Pretty box much. that they're kind of running Pretty on the top of. So, can, so getting, this, getting this over seems like you're getting everything that we've created thus far. It's just the hard kind of, you know, the, the, the prototyping in, uh, in China back and forth. Pretty much. So. It's, it's, like, it's, it's a weird, I mean, the console itself looked quite underpowered, to be fair. So I'm not surprised mm. that a phone, can, a phone can probably do infinitely more powerful games than, than what this thing was, was churning out. Um, it was kind of they looked a bit like flash games, the stuff that was coming out. Mm. But they were they were using they were using the Intellivision name to get a lot of licenses. So there was licensed games coming. There was like an Evil Knievel yeah. game and a Major League Baseball game, and they were the 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 deals they were doing seemed sound. Um, yeah. it's just they they didn't have the money, and the, 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 obviously COVID didn't help. But at the same time, a lot of products went through COVID and came out at the other end. Um, so it's, that, that can't be of- an excuse the entire time. I mean, on actually, I noticed yesterday. Um, I think Logitech start doing have started doing like Indiegogos. Really? I don't know where they start. Like they're just on Indiegogo, and it's like this camera for people who do, um, I guess, presenting on on table sort of things. So it's basically a tripod and a camera that points down yeah. instead of up or across. And uh, and it's just like uh, who who is this plucky um, uh, young company <laughs> having a crack at seeing what the what interest is there in on Indiegogo? It's Logitech. <laughs> it's so That's weird crazy. that they get away with doing that. I mean, I guess. You know they'll take any, any, anyone's money, I guess. Yeah. Uh, a company like uh, Indiegogo, but um, it, it's a shame because there's a, there was a lot of there's so many column inches. Like Sean Cleaver was on the show last week, and his product, he must be so annoyed about how much column inches was dedicated to the Intellivision. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, uh, malaise, yeah. palsy. It's just, it was just, uh, it, it, it's, it's sad to see. I hope you get it though, Chris. I hope you get it, it something. Would be, I'm just uh, like um. I, I'll collect any console that comes out because I just I like having them. Do you mean that's my that's my thing? That's the mm. I like to have one mm. of all the big things and even the small things. Daddy's vice, yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. And, and it's like it, it, I I I got a uh, um when when Stadia died, I bought the controller because the controller worked yeah, for stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I bought an Ouya back in the day. I I I, I always support these things because. Um, if something comes to them and they grow, brilliant. If it doesn't, then at least it's part of like gaming history that you get to keep, and you can say mm. here was another chapter where it didn't quite work out, and it, mm. it's it's part of the whole story. So we'll see. Um, I was going to do a meme there and hold up another piece of dead gaming tech, as in the PlayStation Portal, but it's actually next door because I was using it. So well, you can I, hold I, up the you can hold up the VR two instead. On you go. Um, it's, it's go on, a box. God rest it. <laughs> It's, it's, it's in, in a, a box, box six feet under the ground. Good, great sign. Great um, sign. And audio <laughs> listeners won't have noticed, but I, I dipped out for a second there. Yeah, but I noticed. I received a, f- a phone call from a strange uh, number, and then when I, when I who's when answering I, that? You're so different to us. 
It was because time it was, is money, Jordan. It was from Come air, on. so I was like, it had a location. Who did I know for air? Oh, Asher. And I was like, okay, I'll, I'll pick. It's probably the fucking idiots at the University of the West of Scotland trying to get me to pay back my my, my uni my <laughs> uni Lord, fees. Yeah. Not going to happen, lads. You move, provide move me with an education. Move house twice, they never find you. <laughs> move house twice, they never find you. <laughs> provide me with an education, and then I'll give you the money. Um, but I, I picked it up and it was just this like um, piano music being like an agent will speak to you soon and I was like well, I'm sorry I don't want to speak to an agent I'm about to be incepted I'm about to wake up dead right. um, I will never answer the, call, yeah. the phone to a number I don't recognise <laughs> I will to, never answer no. the call to, to my, to my like, um, or, or sometimes to my discredit if, if that's the phrase I get my, my doctor was trying to phone me the other day and I was just ignoring <laughs> it until like I was like I'm going to go look that number up but yeah it turned out it was a doctor so it's like I didn't tell you when I was in the doctor the other day. I said, um, I explained to them, I've got this really weird thing. I, I keep thinking I'm the lead singer of the Bare Naked Ladies. And the doctor said, oh, How long has that been going on? I went, It's been. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. This isn't. This you feels like that, an earlier record could, than it is. You could this see feels- that on the International Space Station. As soon as you said Bare Naked Ladies, I was like, right, I'll see you later. It's okay, you're all good, you're all good. I've always been very very impressed with how accurate I can be with the It's Been. It's one of the few things... It's Been! That is good, I think it's pretty good. I think that's pretty good. I could join the Bare Naked Ladies just for that bit, I think. That's a strong The only one I had in my locker for a while, let's see if I can still do it, was... I've not got it as strong. It's hard to fire out quickly. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. hard to get that. I, 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 although I do, I, I do. Um, if I just sorted this facial hair out, I could look like your man for the start and that terrible yeah. sound of silence cover. <clears throat> um, it's a video game podcast. Oh yeah. So last week, um, I went to uh, the Pokemon Company, um, home of Disturbed. Um, and yeah, so we, I, I, I got the train down to London as you know last week. Train gate, etc. Mm. Um, so I went to the Pokemon Company to play. The second piece of DLC for Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, this time it's called the Indigo Disc. Um, and the basic premise is, it's a big biome to catch a load of old Pokemon that they've added back into the game. And tied to that is a load of battles that are hard as nails. So, Chris, last time you played a Pokemon game, quite a while ago, yes? Yeah, I think it would have been when I reviewed Arceus. Um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Before that would have been Let's Go. I've not, I've, I've not really dabbled with the main series for a while. Pretty easy though. It's, yeah, it's, it's like, yeah, you 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 know the types. If it's a water type, yeah. you use grass. If it's a grass type, you use fire. A piece of pips. However, um, yeah. However, Pokemon has always had this massively in-depth battle system just under the surface. Um, the Pokemon VGC, as it's known, and the video game championships is a popular um, uh, is like a popular subset of the Pokemon community, and they always play. It's two v two. All the Pokemon have very specific items and specific moves, and this DLC tries to emulate that with the people that you're fighting. So it's really hard. Like when we sat down to do the the battle, that <clears throat> I can't I can't say who we were battling, but we sat down to do this battle. Jarul, pe- <laughs> yeah, it was Jarul. It was Jarul. It was Kevin Nash at the NWO top. His number. Kevin Nash with his junk hunched on the table, getting sweaty <laughs> about the minute. They were literally like. Okay, Fire sit down and play this. We don't expect you to beat this. We don't expect you to win. And um, this is very hard. Only one person here has beaten it. And I was like, oh, okay. Because sometimes you get this at preview events where they try to like bam me up and stuff like that. Mm. Then I got into it. And I was like, Jesus Christ, this is like you have to be 
hardcore. I was sitting next to Joe Merrick, owner of Bloody Cerebi, the 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 world's largest like Pokemon font of knowledge. And, and he beat it, and I was like, oh, fuck, I can't show myself up in front of Johnny Cerebi over here. Um, and then after that, I was like, so is that the is that the is that the vibe for the whole thing or was that the last boss and i was like no that was the first that's the first one that's the first trainer you go against I was like, jesus christ so that it's, <laughs> it's going from a game that is incredibly easy to somewhat ridiculous not ridiculously hard but my question will be it's fine for a game to be hard but it has to explain to people that play pokemon how this stuff works like it can't mm. just be you go from your standard battles of like ABC kind of uh, type matching to you are dead. You are dead right now and you have no idea why. Why do all these Pokemon have items? Why, what do they do? It's, it's all very kind of, um, it'll be, it'll be hard to explain. Um, Chris, see with these DLCs, do you think it's cynical that a big portion of them is just like, mind all those old pals that you didn't get in this game? What if, what if you paid to get access to them again? Yes, very much so. It, 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 yeah. it is like, um, and I, I can understand I'm I'm more um, forgiving than a lot of Pokemon fans are because I appreciate there's nearly a thousand of the pricks now. Um, more and, than a thousand and, now. Exactly. And, and it takes a while to model them and to animate them and all this kind of stuff. So I understand why they may not have wanted to get everything there on day one um, because mm. just of the sheer amount of man hours or women hours indeed uh, it takes to, to make that sort of thing. Um, so yeah, I get it, but it does still kind of feel like before they even started, they went right. These ones will be the DLC ones. But, well, let's deliberately pick ones that people like. Um, the, 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 some of the fan favorite ones, and keep them to the side, just so that, so that we'll get. A bit, this a bit DLC more. includes every starter ever. So well, there you like, go. That, that's, that, yeah, uh, confirmed. <laughs> that's like they've clearly it's, it's clearly been a decision that's gone just beyond. Oh, we, we can't we can't manage these ones. Just leave them for later. It's like let's deliberately leave out the good ones, so people will definitely buy the the DLC. Yeah, very much cynical hat on. Yeah, it's it's so this DLC is set in the Unova region, which for those that don't know is the region from the fifth generation of games, Black and White, which is next in the queue to get a remake. So it's like, are they just straight up like there's lots of wee references and lots of bits and pieces, and it was quite funny because in the and the embargo agreement kind of thing it was uh, there was like a note from the pokemon company being like any references to the wider world of pokemon are just there for the fans and are not indicative of anything else that's happening and it's like ah you're arse you're absolute arse come on now um but yeah it was a uh, enjoyed it there's a preview on the site that's out on this uh, what's what's the date of the celtic game we're going to cut? 15th it's out on the 14th so that'll be a a hell of a week um especially because we're we're going to be pissed up on the 12th well you won't no, but i will be <laughs> pete you want to come up to glasgow for the scottish games media night out yeah i'll be up for that it's 12th of december I'll, d- I'll do it oh december get lost <laughs> who's doing anything in december <laughs> Just, there's, there's a million things that people have to do oh, oh man, there's so yeah. many obligations socially why are they doing it in december that's insanity because <laughs> that's it was the, it was it was the oh, one time that we could just... all we could all be like, "Yeah, we're we're all free." Um, so yeah, yeah. We'll... I think I think it's, it's. I've not seen my mom and dad for about six months. I think uh, if I passed them on the way to Glasgow, <laughs> they would be a little bit irked. I think. Uh, what the president of Argentina? I think he's getting more on yeah, his plate exactly. at the minute than, yeah. than hanging about with you. Um, <laughs> any more for any more, Chris? You played anything this week? Um, 
No, I quite fancy playing Hero Quest now. It sounds really good. <laughs> Gremlin. Gre- Gremlin. Gremlin made it. It's oh, quite, well. it, it was it was a stripped down version. Uh, so I stripped off. It was it was yeah, so to speak. It was a stripped down version of like the, the board game and you know, being a um a, a, a little boy with uh, with with precious few little um uh, uh, um friends. So it was quite good to you could play a full game of um Hero Quest without having to bother anybody in IRL, no so to speak. And you know, and the things I got up to <laughs> people wouldn't want to watch anyway. So I've been I've been working my way through Game Boy Color games so and I continued book it's like some of the shite. It's on that thing. It's, <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's interesting to go from the Game Boy library to the Game Boy Color library because there's obviously some Game Boys like 89 to like the 96, 97. Um, and then the Game Boy Color takes over. And, and at that point, you can start seeing proper cash more movie tie ins coming yeah. in. And it's like yeah. loads. And you're like, do we really need three ET games on, on the Game Boy Color? Do we really, <laughs> do we really need two Austin Powers personal organizers? <laughs> like, come on, yeah, baby. Um, <laughs> So yeah, it's 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 been a it's been it's going to be an interesting book, um, because um, so I started a I started a career mode in AFC on Legendary with Aston Villa. I don't know why. I just I, I just had this. I wanted to lead John McGinn to victory, um, and <laughs> I, we're struggling, boys. Um, we've had mm. we've I've, I've played eight matches, two wins, four draws, two losses, and the 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 AI on Legendary and EAFC can shoot from anywhere in the half and it will go in so you have to defend like you're like prime ac milan um the only wins we've gotten have came like i've been in the conference league against like ghent and az and all these things oh god i'm I'm going to be sent out to the wilderness i'm going to be on this managing in the scottish second division before this season is over um i used to love a manager mode in uh, efc i don't know or the fifa series or whatever i don't know why i just can't i can't I always start it like full of beans, and then I get to like December, and I'm like, "Oh fuck this!" Are you yeah. still messing about with a man with a football manager? Save uh, Pete. I must admit, I went back and um, started playing Sensible World of Soccer <laughs> <Nice>. management <laughs> mode, but like in, but like not actually playing like the game itself that everyone really enjoyed. I just when I was a kid, I just really enjoyed um, manager mode where you just simulated everything, and I was just bashing through like seasons. I've seen someone's done an update of like the the the. Um, the league teams recently and I'm just bashing through like you can get a season done in about 10 minutes it's blooming brilliant you're like 2050 before you know it it's blooming speaking great of, speaking it. of sensible soccer so I was recently playing cannon fodder but on the on the Game Boy mm. Colour and I'd, I'd never played oh, okay. thing, right? that sounds but here's, here's the thing I've never played that version right and it surprised me because for those who don't know there's a lot of controversy when the first one when cannon fodder first came out on the Amiga because the tagline was "War has never been so much fun," and it opens with like a picture War of a poppy. It's never been so much and it fun. It opens with a picture War of the poppy. So obviously, so everyone, everyone was, "Where's your poppy? Everyone was Where's going your fucking mental poppies? saying that this is this is a game like making fun of war." Um, and they kept coming out saying, "No, no, it's very, it's actually a very anti-war game because when your guys die, they, mm. their gravestone gets put on a big hill, and you can visit them and all that kind of stuff." So the Game Boy Color game like it makes it even more clear. It still opens with the same tune. But when you kill a guy, the sounds he makes is like so disturbing. <laughs> you kill a guy, it's probably they're probably like, <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ, it's absolutely horrendous. So yeah, that was that was a nice surprise. It's so dark. It's, Taking screenshots. I'll, I'll definitely put a video up on oh, my Twitter later. It's it's the most over the top dead sounds I've ever heard in a game. It's like Jesus. Um, yeah, fun times. Uh, fun times had. Bye. All oh, that's it for this week. You can follow us on TikTok, VGC underscore news. Follow us on YouTube, search VGC. Send your comments, questions, and concerns to podcast at Video Games Chronicle. 
dot com. Uh, Pete, give them one other podcast to listen to this week from from the the Stackiverse. Well, to be honest, I, I I spent most of the last abroad in Japan talking about VGC. So uh, um, abroad in Japan, <laughs> I listen to that. If you want. I was going to buy um, your man's book on the way back mm. up from London, but the last copy... Don't bother, didn't get a mention. Did not even th- you make didn't get the acknowledgements. Disgusting. I'm glad that the copy that was uh, in the WH Smith books at Houston was all fucked up, so I, I didn't take it. So. <laughs> what is fucked? That was it was like, it was all bashed it, and stuff. It had clearly been like, dropped on the floor <laughs> and just like, kept across it. Yeah. It was it was done by a, a Mr. Beat Bonaldson. I don't, I don't know. I don't know who. <laughs> They'll who never get me alive. <laughs> yeah, check out abroad in Japan. Check check out. We've got a little indie podcast called the Football Ramble that you can check out. Mm, never heard of it. While Not we're here, week. <laughs> the first time I provided a clue for the Friday show, I chastised mm. you for not crediting me. Mm. I then provided another clue for the Friday show once again. No I just send whatsoever. them on. I just send them on, and I say Jordan did this. Jordan did this for VGC, and it's not my fault. It doesn't get put. I can't remember what things were sent where. Nah, I'm a, I'm not the man for it's this. A joke. It's a joke. <laughs> Follow Anyone listening to the ramble, just assume that most of the clues are, are, are from John, because God knows our own production team <laughs> cannot do a, a, a clue that is not. There's not going to be argued for weeks. <laughs> Pug mall style online. Jack mall. Um, yeah, Jack mall. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening. You can follow me on X at Jordan Midler, Chris at Scully1888. Why was that such a struggle mm. to say? Pete at Pete Donaldson. Thanks to Grant Cartcoke for the VGC podcast theme song. Say goodbye, Pete. Sorry about jerking it. <laughs> say goodbye, Chris. I'll never apologise. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you have a lovely weekend of jerking it, and we'll see you next week. <laughs> VGC, a video games podcast, is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.